If you're looking for the most amazing podcast ever, well, this isn't it. You're listening to The Average Fellas Podcast, guaranteed to let you down and leave you unsatisfied. I'm your host, Zodi Zach, coming to you live all the way from Riverside, California, on another beautiful Thursday evening. That's right, it is a Thursday night. You know what it is, it's Star Bros, that's what we do. We talk about Star Wars on Thursday nights. Uh, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that we've been following The Mandalorian and we're, pre- we're preparing to get into season two. Um, so that's what uh, we're doing tonight. Tonight is uh, going to be a cool episode. We're going to do a pretty much a little review about uh, Return of the Jedi, uh, which is the sixth um, episode in the entire saga. So we're going to kind of go over that today, which will be a fun episode. I just want to say shout out to all the listeners, subscribers, all you guys. Um, holler. Uh, we are we are blazing the trail for a thousand downloads. So let's just keep it going, guys. Thank you so much for liking, subscribing, and sharing all those things. Really means a lot to me here at the Average Fells Podcast. Uh, anyways, uh, so yeah, tonight, let's get let's get into it. It's Thursday night. You know what it is. Star Bros. I got my, my, my co-host here. What's up, my guy? What's up? What's up? What's up? Beast Mode Squats here. How's everybody doing tonight? Uh, basically, uh, Return of the Jedi, Star Bros, Episode 6. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Episode um, 6. I like this. I, I, I mean, besides, obviously, besides the Ewoks and Slave Leia, you know, um, obviously, it's cool to see how this plays in with you know this takes place the the timeline this takes place right before mandalorian yeah so which is super cool uh i like how we're doing this you know the timeline exactly Um, definitely and we get to see a little bit of boba fett in here which he will be in season two of the mandalorian i'm excited that's gonna be awesome so yeah. that's one thing. Okay, so that's one thing that we've been on the lookout for is Boba mm-hmm. Fett. So that's why we're going. That's why we wanted to watch Return of the Jedi because Return of the Jedi takes place at a certain place in time, which is five years prior to Mandalorian season one. Okay, so that's why we're that's why we're reviewing Return of the Jedi tonight. Mm-hmm. Yes. that's why we're doing yes. it today, right? Because um, because we want to highlight that this part in the timeline. Um, recently, Courtney and I we actually have gone through the entire library of all the movies. All the movies. We finished them all. And That's tight. Uh, it's a whole different perspective when you take in the timeline, mm-hmm. when you watch it from start to finish. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big difference. Especially if you try to put in Star Wars, even with Clone Wars series, it's a crazy combustion of timeline. Timeline, you know? knowledge. Knowledge, yeah. The universe think, expands. Uh, yeah. You think the MCU or the DCEU has a crazy timeline. Star Wars has the has a legit timeline. <laughs> yeah, Star Wars is where it's at. So I think yep. I think the next I th- actually think the next thing that we're gonna try working on actually Courtney and I might we're gonna try put together is even a, a Harry Potter uh, um, follow along series as well. So we'll watch like two movies, do a review on it. Watch two movies, do a review on it. Kind of like what we've been doing with Star War- Star Wars. So I was like, you know what, that could be fun. You know what I'm saying? That's cool. That's cool. Definitely. Definitely. Um, and then you would be able to listen and follow along too, because you've never even <laughs> got, you've never even dove into the Harry Potter world. Yet, uh, so. Not really, not, not, not really very much. I mean, I've heard about it, uh, obviously grew up, you know, I was more on the Lord of the Rings side compared yeah. to, you know, grew up with Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So just, it's cool. It's cool. Definitely. 
Hey, so um, anyways, so it's it's Thursday night, man. We got to talk about Star Wars, man. We got to get it. We got to get into Return of the Jedi, man. Let's get it. Let's get into the bread and butter. This is the the core. The Return of the Jedi. Return of the Um, Jedi, man. Yeah. Well, hold on. Let me before before we begin it. Before we get into this, let me let me let me ask you. What is your favorite? What? Okay. What? What is your favorite? uh, What's a highlight of? Of Return of the Jedi for you because this there's there's no spoilers in this we know we know what happened I mean this movie's been Come out on. forever now what's your highlight I'm gonna say it say it I'm gonna say it Slave Leia oh my god <laughs> yes yes oh my okay, god yeah, that, I mean obviously yes obviously yes Carrie Fisher God rest her soul uh, uh you know big props to Carrie Fisher for doing a great amazing job as Princess Leia. Uh, yeah. No one else could have handled that scene, could have handled her better than than Carrie Fisher. So definitely big props to to Carrie Fisher for that. Um, shout out, shout out to Carrie Fisher. Shout out to Carrie Fisher. But um, definitely like this one being the Ewoks and everything, the the speeder bikes. You know, you get to see uh, the speeder bikes. Actually, the one of the first times in, I mean, I think Luke has his speeder bike, but you don't really you get to see it, but you don't. But you get to see a lot more interaction with the speeder bikes in this episode. Though. In this episode, yeah, that was the, yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, those are pretty cool. I, I like the speeder bike scenes; cool, those are know? fun. I, I like them. I like them a lot. Um, definitely. I mean, you have your Ewoks, the little bears. You know, you see yeah. these little, they, they, as someone would call it, they look like Care Bears that are like just on graveyard shift. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's, really, that's a good way of putting it, man. Oh my that's god, the way how, that's that's what one of the uh, things that I heard. They're Care Bears on graveyard. Yeah, that's well, you know what I really appreciated about it is uh, we, you know, we got to see more. Uh, we got to see Lando. We got to see more Lando in this oh, one. Yeah. And I'm oh, a, yeah. I'm a Lando fan, man. Lando's my guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even in the new movies, he's like he's just like this cool. He's got a lot of swag at the end. He's just he comes kinda, back and he like, comes it's back. Lando. It's he Lando. doesn't like. Lando, you know. I know, man. Puts a smile on everybody's face. The original face. owner of the Falcon, you know, the original owner, which is so cool. Yeah. So I mean, and then in this episode, in 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 Return of the Jedi, there's a little bit of everything for everybody, right? So you get this yeah. bank heist sort of this heist scene in the beginning, where where you pick up in the beginning of the episode, and um and Han Solo is frozen in carbonite. Right. He's been so, handed over to Jabba the Hutt. He's been handed over to Jabba uh, the Hutt, yeah. By the bounty hunter uh Boba Fett. Yeah. So basically Boba Fett was able to track them back to Cloud City, right? He rats yeah. them out to, to the Empire. Um Vader comes and he's like, Yo, we need to wrap this up real quick. Let's test it out on on, mm-hmm. on the smuggler mm-hmm. Han Solo. So they test out this makeshift, you know carbonite uh, frozen carbonite machine yeah, exactly you know? and so they freeze han solo hand him over to to boba fett which is sick man we see him load yeah. him up on a slave one and it takes him off to tatooine to trade him up you know he goes he goes collects the bounty he basically, he basically and it's so crazy though because he's like a trophy on 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 jabba's wall yeah he, Pretty, yeah, he is in, Jabba, in the in the cantina yeah for display in the, in the cantina if you notice like he's just up on the wall like a that remi- like a, like this is the great Han Solo. Yeah, that reminds me like in Minecraft, right? So like in Minecraft, one of the cool things that I really, what I really appreciate about Minecraft, right, is that you can, um, 
is you can collect ba- uh, banners from the pillagers, right? Yeah. And when you yes, collect yes. those, you collect those banners, man. You go put them up in your little tavern, you, like trophies. And it just shows, yeah. And it, yeah, just it's just swag, yeah. right? And so, so Boba, F- I mean, uh, um, Jabba's, Jabba in, his, Jabba's like, in his own palace, in his own cantina. He's got Han <laughs> got Solo his flag up on the wall, <laughs> hanging on the wall, like, yo, I caught this oh dude. My God. And he's making he's pretty much telling all the other smugglers. He's telling them like, yo, like yeah. you're gonna you're gonna catch some heat if you do me dirty like Han Solo. Look at look he's up on the wall he's now. He's up on the wall now. <laughs> he's up on the wall now. You know? So and which is crazy because you never seen this before in Star Wars history of carbon freeze. You haven't seen this yet. Yeah. Of like the you haven't seen the the gangster side of Star Wars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is more that gangster type, you know, club thug feel. You which, know? which, but that's because, but you also get, you get that in Han Solo's movie, in the Solo movie. Yes. yes. The under, yeah. the dark, the underworld of Star Wars, which is cool, you know? And so like, so definitely, we pick up definitely. Return of the Jedi starts, starts with trying to, trying to break Han Solo out from, from Jabba's palace pretty much. Right. Yep. And so this is a pretty cool scene because I think it's I think it's I think it's well pl- I don't know if you got this but pretty much from my perspective what I understood is that Luke Skywalker orchestrated the this whole entire thing from start to finish like even con- taking into consideration that they were going to jump on the pleasure barges or whatever they were and go out yeah. across the desert go in front of the sarlacc the sand pit. dunes they were going right. to go to the sand dunes they were going to go to the, the sand dunes like he knew yep. that this was going to happen and you sort of see it play out perfect real time i don't know if you kind of got that feeling but i did well- well, he already had sent uh, RTV to and exactly. like, hey, here's my message. Like, you go give this a job and tell him I'm coming, you know. Yeah, tell him You coming. tell him I'm coming and hell's coming with me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's like, exactly that's what he said. That's literally what he did. Yeah. That's literally what he did. You know, he sent his two droids. Just go over there and tell this guy, like, hey, I'm coming. And if you don't give over Han hell's gonna have to pay you know hell's gonna freeze over my, if i go down there this was my favorite thing about this episode the sickest thing okay so you know r2 is like one of my favorite droids ever right <laughs> if you got an r2 you got him uh he's an astromech unit and you got him on your squad like you're going places because he is resourceful right r2 oh, is way, pouring, more re- way resourceful yeah, yeah he's way. pouring drinks like he's serving drinks <laughs> on the barge you know <laughs> he's having a good time serving drinks you know what i'm saying Dude. And the whole time, people don't understand this. The whole time, he has been given one of the greatest missions of all time. Yeah. Luke Skywalker's lightsaber. Yeah. Like, come on, bro. He's like, got a, yeah. He's so, in possession. He's he's in possession of the lightsaber this whole time, and nobody knows. Nobody knows it. It's just tucked away in his head somewhere. It's just tucked away <laughs> in his in his body, you know, just you know, which is so cool because speaking of Luke Skywalker's lightsaber in this. He crafted it himself. Yeah, in Return uh, of the Jedi, yeah, exactly. In Return of the Jedi, there is an, a cut scene that you could only find either on, like, special Blu-rays or on YouTube, him actually making his lightsaber. Wow. It's the new one with the with the green crystal. Wait, on the blue – this is on Blu-ray you get to see this? You get to see this on Blu-ray. On the new one, it's the deleted scenes. It's one of the deleted scenes, and he actually makes his own lightsaber. I you no get to idea, see him make, crafting the green lightsaber. And no so idea. he makes it, he mimics it after Obi Wan's. If you don't, if you don't know the the style the, and the, how he builds it, the style and the hilt is made is mimicked Obi Wan's hilt. Wow! Just without the ball at the end. 
I didn't. I never. I never really realized that. I never. Realized you never really that. realized that because um, he he crafts it after his his own his old master Obi Wan Kenobi, and mm-hmm. so it's super cool, super cool to see. Um, if you don't know his last uh, his last lightsaber when he gets his hand chopped off, it falls down. Uh, in Cloud it City, it falls down the shaft in in Cloud City. And then and who so picks it up though? Who we don't see it. Maz cannot picks it up. Somehow we don't know exactly how she gets it, but speaking we know of that somehow Kanata, she comes in possession of it. What when we see her in the Force Awakens, we actually see what is she flying in the front of her in the front of her of her of her bar? Uh, she has a couple flags up in the front of her in the front of her bar. Exactly. I, some of them are the rebellion. Some of them are rebellion signs. I think you do see a Mandalorian. You do see a Mandalorian Bantha. flag. You, you do see, see a Mandalorian. Yeah, the Bantha skull. I remember seeing that, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. That's a cool little nugget right there, yeah, tying us yeah. back to the Mandalorian. So I think they were kind of like trying to trying to put some trying to put some pieces together, right? And I think and I think you have to really pay attention if you got to get those small little details. You have to really dive dive deep into it, which is super cool. Yeah, and it helps to watch all the all the movies. It's so. Oh, another, a side note. Jabba, Jabba, on the other hand, has his own band and club dancers. Yeah, I'm like this guy is dope. <laughs> like, come on, bro. Like, when hey, you, I'm trying to party with Jabba, dude. Famous, when you when you that famous, like, come on, you're Jabba the Hut. You're literally the the Huts, like the Huts. You, you yeah. specifically know what the Huts is gangsters. They literally say it in Episode One. Like they're like. We can't take the Royal Highness there. The Huts are gangsters, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so like, you know, like this guy literally has like dancers all over the place. He got he literally a uh, side note. Jabba snacks on. They're called the uh, uh, Caltuine. Uh, uh, they're called uh, my bad. Uh, Caltuine padded frogs. So he dips his hand in that little bowl. Yeah. On the side. Those are called uh, Caltuine padded frogs. Gross. Oh, man. Cool I, yeah, I, well, yeah. it's cool. It's a cool fact. I like it. I know. It's a really good fact. It's a cool fact. You know, it's like, oh, so now you know. Now you know. So, um, so in, at the end of this scene, pretty much, this whole entire first opening, the beginning part of this is awesome because a break in Han Solo out of Jabba's palace. And we that's where, we, that's where we're introduced to the famous Slave Leia scene, right? And uh, she's yes. pretty much chained to Jabba. Uh, you know, she's cha- chained to Jabba on his barge. And Luke Skywalker conducts like this weird like little um, – just like trick or something where he jumps off the edge of the, the, the plank, you know, because he's got to walk, the, he's got to walk the plank yeah. pretty much. Right. And very pirated, very, yeah. very, very bounty hunter pirated gangster. <laughs> and plank. he does this cool, like somersault move, which like all of a sudden everything begins to pop off all of a sudden. Right. And this is where the famous whole entire R2D2 launches the, the lightsaber into the sky. The lightsaber midair. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And now this is a part that for me, this is a highlight of, of Return of the Jedi, it's one of them, is that we actually get to see Boba Fett kind of do something instead of just stand around and be a cool guy. Like he's like he's a, he's a really cool looking character. He yeah. <laughs> he finally interacts, but what we get is he gets Django fetted really fast. Like pretty so pretty much so, so but this is kind of strange though, because like this actually happened first, right? So Boba Fett gets Boba Fetted where he flies over onto the barge that uh that Luke's on, right? To the little skiff, that, and, whatever you want to call it. And I don't know. Han and Chewie are both Han on and Chewie well. and Luke Han are Chewie on are, one. 
Yeah, they're all on there. And so Boba just um, he fly he jetpacks over to their little barge, and instantly, almost <laughs> basically instantly, uh, gets gets knocked into the Sarlacc pit, and that's the end of Boba Fett. All right, but but here's the funny thing: it was on accident. He accidentally gets knocked into the accidentally. Sarlacc pit yes, because uh, uh, Lando is in the Sarlacc pit trying to climb up, and right. so. Han and Chewie are like trying to figure out this way of getting Lando back. And Han's up still kind of blind. Han's can't yeah, really Han's see. He's like, he can't see nothing, and he's just like, "Hold it, Chewie! Tell me where to go, Chewie! Tell me where to go!" He turns around with this like this staff thing, knocks Boba in the back. Yeah, and just and just disrupt his jetpack and sends him flying into the Sarlacc pit. It's like, dude, the coolest. One of the coolest like guys yeah. in Star Wars. The most dangerous bounty goes hunter in the, the galaxy. Goes out the worst and ghettoest way. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, bro, like, come on. He couldn't get like, well, like even Django had a cool death. <laughs> okay, well, Django, Django did have a cool death, which, okay. Yeah. But th- this was, I was going to, I was going to tell you about this. Speaking of Django, um, I don't know if you noticed this, but Luke actually chops off. Boba's blaster, he cuts it in half. Yes, he cuts okay. it in half. I don't know if you remember, but Django's blasters get cut in half too by Mace Windu yeah, before he Mace loses Windu, his head. Before he loses his head. Exactly. He actually gets he gets his blasters he gets his hands cut off, Django. Is he it his hands? His hands oh wow. His, his hands get chopped off and then then he and then Mace Windu goes for the head. Goes for the head. He goes wow. for the head. So uh, I here's a, I have a question. Is Captain Phasm Phasma's armor baskar i have not looked into it uh it can deflect obviously it deflects blasters it does deflect a blast um, which i it, did see it, it, it i've can, seen it that can deflect a blaster i've seen um what's his name shoot at her finn uh, finn yeah and the, the armor deflects it but finn uses like this like sledgehammer looking blade thing and just right to right to Phasma's head, who he calls yeah. obviously Chrome Dome, you know, and it takes off a good chunk of her helmet. So I mean, obviously, it takes some brute force to to hit that steel, though. You know, it's not just a little right uh, hit. You know, it does take a little bit of brute brute strength. But so, it could be. We don't know. We don't really know. We got to look into that more. So I mean, we basically know what happens, right? Um, Leia chokes out Jabba the Hutt. She chokes him out. She chokes yeah. him out. And uh, <laughs> um, really strange dichotomy. You have Jabba the Hutt, the slimy slob, and then you have Carrie Fisher there right next to him, right? <laughs> um, so at the end of the whole entire that entire scene, right, they end up uh, they end up taking off, and Luke's like, "Hey, don't forget the droids. You know, don't forget the droids." And this is one thing to remember. Okay, at this time in Tatooine, droids are are still like basically enslaved. You know, they're not yeah. treated as you know a cool as like they're not treated as like you know they're, they're not respected. They're treated they're as like. Treated- yeah, they're basically workers tre- on moisture farms. Right, literally exactly. Workers on moisture farms. That's literally what they are. Well, I mean, Helping like that's hands. they're just they're just yeah, and they're they're 
you know, they're not allowed to go into certain buildings. They can't go into certain, uh, you know, there's certain, you know, like if you see, like, they'd be like, we don't allow your type in here. Uh, when you first get on Tatooine in episode, uh, I want to say four, remember when Luke goes into the club with mm-hmm. uh, Obi-Wan, they're like, we don't serve their kind here. We don't serve their kind here. Yeah. And they the have droids, to wait outside. They got to wait outside. Yeah. Exactly. And so at the end of this one, Luke's kind of like, hey, don't forget the droids. And like, you see how droids are treated on um, in Jabba's palace too. You you get to see how yeah. like they're just sort of, they, they are enslaved pretty much, you know? Another um not to go off topic, but I mean, we're talking about droids. We're talking about the Sarlacc pit. You know, a cool one of the cool a cool creature in this in this movie uh, is the Rancor. Oh yeah, I forgot to bring that cool. up. Super cool. The Rancor uh, actually, they kind of Luke gets stuck in a trap. He kind of gets there's a a, a, a trap door that he falls into, and uh, he has to fight a Rancor, which is uh it's a towering hulk of muscle. That's what it's described as. Is described as a towering hulk of muscle. I like at the end of that scene. Flesh. I like you know, at the end of that scene when. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. I like at the end of that scene when the guy goes, when the guy starts crying, he's like, he's like, after the rancor dies. <laughs> Just this guy is like, it was like his favorite creature. I always thought, like, in, in the past, I always thought, like, man, this was like his pet. Like, I think that's this guy, I think the rancor was his pet. Yeah. It's like Jabba literally hired him because that was his pet. Yeah. Because that was the emotion that I got off that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like I, I want to move. Like, I want to move on. Yeah, I want to move on to. Uh, I want to move on to when we we finally discover that the uh, when they finally free Han Solo, right? And they get yep. back to the rebels, and Luke's like, "Yo, I got to go finish my training." Or uh, I think yep. he goes to finish his training, right? And um, at this yep. time, we there's a scene that happens. I don't know if you want to pick it up there. He goes back to Dagobah to finish his training with Yoda. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So basically Luke and R2 head to Dagobah, the Dagobah system. If you're not familiar with the Dagobah system, this is where Yoda resides after uh, Order 66. Um, Order 66 happens. Uh, Yoda has to flee from Coruscant to hiding. Yeah. And so this is like his escape planet pretty much. And so Dagobah is a... More, it's like a very, it's like a swamp, a swamp system, yeah. It's a swamp system. But so, but the last time, but Yoda, he escapes from Kashyyyk, right? Because he's when we see him, um, he escapes, <laughs> he from, escapes Kashyyyk. from Kashyyyk to Coruscant. He goes to Coruscant to battle the Empire. The Emperor. That's right. Okay, but and he, he goes to Coruscant, it, and then after yeah. that, because because he fails, he runs and he hides in he hides in the Dagobah system. Uh, in the Dagobah system. But here's the thing about a cool thing about the Dagobah system. The Dagobah system is actually, there's a Sith temple there that actually resides there. And so it's haunted by the dark side of the force. And so it makes, and so it kind of makes it easy for Yoda to hide there because for some reason it's, it's like very, you can't sense the Jedi there, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's sort of like a shield. There's a shield against the force. So against like Jedi force there. So it makes it very easy for him to hide there. I don't know if you ever heard of that. No, I never heard that. But that, but that kind of I don't know if I don't know if you remember. There's that whole entire scene where Luke goes into a cave when he first gets yes. to Dagobah, he and he's dark side, yep. and he sees himself in his in, in his dad's in Darth Vader's helmet. Remember Darth that? Darth Vader's helmet. Yeah, and so, in Clone Wars, uh, Yoda goes through that same process. It's a path of the Je- it's the path of the Jedi to split between good and evil. Ray kind of has this. 
she does have a vision of this in, yeah. for, in um in Return of Skywalker, Rise of Skywalker. She does have she goes through that too as well. So okay, so Luke's Luke goes back to Dagobah um to finish his training, but he doesn't finish his training. Or actually he already He's actually receives, uh, you know, some instru- some final instructions from Yoda. Luke, yep. why don't you talk about that a little bit? And he and uh, he, and he, re- he reveals a big secret too. Basically, like um, he's trying to get, he's trying to talk to Yoda, and Yoda just keeps on ignoring him like the whole time. Yeah, he's just like, ah, rest, I must, I must rest. And then Luke's like, dang it, like Yoda, I must know, like, is Darth Vader my father? Yeah, and it's like, oh my god, like the big question. Because we already know in Empire Strikes Back, uh, when they're on the bridge on Cloud City, you know, he's like, Luke, I am your father, you know? So you're like, in this whole decision, and then you hear Luke scream, no, that's not true, that's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, so this is where it comes to, the circle comes in, it comes whole, you know, is like, Yoda's like, the, 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 um, is Darth Vader my father? And then he's like, your question is correct or something like that. He says, he says, you're, 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 you're true or it is true. And, uh, basically Luke is upset with Yoda because he's like, Yoda and Obi-Wan never told me you should have told me, you know, he's like, what the heck? And then he confronts. It's so cool because you get to see at this point, you obviously see Obi-Wan, uh, beforehand, but Obi-Wan appears to Luke as a force ghost. Yeah. And it's so like, it's so, this is like their, their being, their spiritual Yo- Yoda being. dies. If, if, if Yoda we dies. didn't, tell, yeah, if we didn't, if we didn't mention that. that Yoda, Yoda, di- oh, Yoda, sorry, passes. Yoda, Yoda passes. He pretty much get, ra- he gets raptured pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. He just like, he, 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 dis- he just disappears. He vanishes. Yeah. He does the whole you entire Obi-Wan like. Sees his little brown cloak. there, just lying there in his yeah. little bed. And so, uh, Luke goes outside to go like fix his tie his tie fire or not his tie fire his X wing, and uh, Red Five his X wing, and um, basically you know Obi Wan he's like I can't do this R two, uh, Yoda's not with me no more, and then Obi Wan's Force Ghost appears and he's like Yoda will always be with you, you right. know so it's just like it's this uh, it, this is like a pivotal moment in the saga where it's like oh he's like Obi Wan like. It's like, dude, like the Jedi live. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, this is where this he point, he kind of gets he 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 finally finds hope in himself. Like, he finally believes exactly. in himself, right? Exactly. Because he and tells that, him like, like he's mostly mach- he because t- they talk about Vader and they talk about like I yeah. I know I can change him. You know, he talks about this whole entire thing. I know I can change him. I know I can change him. Yeah, and just Yoda actually he tells Luke actually to remember the Force and to stay away from the dark side. His last words, he's like. His last words that he actually says are like, do not underestimate the power of the empire, of the emperor. My bad. That's right. Do not underestimate the power of the emperor because he knows that because his father, Anakin Skywalker, turned so easy. It's like, well, that blood, that Skywalker blood is in you. Yeah. You know, there's that weakness for power, you know, so he knows he's like, don't underestimate the emperor. You may be, you may think you could take him, but he's. He's stronger than you think. You so know? Luke leaves the Dagobah system to go back with the rebels, right? He goes back. Yeah. To, he goes back with the rebels, and the rebels are pretty much gear, gearing up to do a second run on the second Death Star. Okay. Yeah. 
That, so, but this is a oh, this is a part that I'm so I'm really yeah. interested. I'm I like though this is a, this part is cool because, um, this this Death Star is not fully operational yet. They're still trying to bring it together. As a matter of fact, it doesn't have its own shield yet. There's a shield oh, generator on yes, Endor. Yeah. So why don't you go and talk about that? Well, I have some facts real fast. Super cool facts. The first Death Star is actually 160 kilometers. Okay. That's the first Death Star. That's the first one. Okay. The second Death Star that's orbiting, that's Endor. orbiting uh, Endor is 160 to 900 meters long, kilometers long. Wow. So it's nine times as big as the first one. So wow. it looks it looks smaller because it's still being built. But right, right. If you were to complete that circle, it's nine times bigger than the first Death Star. Wow. Yeah. And so it was like, holy snap, that's crazy. But uh, basically, this Death Star is the second one. Uh, the first one, if you know, got blown up by Luke Skywalker. Which uh, I think is Luke's claim to fame because this is one thing that I talked about with Courtney, okay? We were like, okay, Luke Skywalker isn't – I mean, he's not – we don't ever see Luke Skywalker being a great Jedi until he faces Ben, Ben Solo, right? Until he faces uh, a Kylo, right? And he, yeah, he forced Yeah, he doesn't him. have that much credit. He doesn't have that much credit. And then – so, like, you always know Luke as, like, the crybaby, the whiner type guy. You know, right. just like ah, I'm not getting my way. Well, in the movies, yeah. But, but, but movies, his renown but, his renown now, in, in the new ones – it's so funny because you see when you see Luke Skywalker appear at the end of Force Awakens, there's so much more heaviness to him. There's so much more backbone to him. Yeah. There than when you see him in, like when you first see him in uh, in uh, the first movie in episode in episode uh, four. Four. There's so much more yeah. credit. Yeah. There's well, he's so got much more. Yeah, credit. he's got more experience, more game, and he's exactly. just like he's totally. He's wiser. He's older. He's, you know. he's wiser. He's a Jedi master. He's now, a Jedi you know? master now. So. So it's like he's no longer a Padawan. He's no longer a Jedi Knight. He's a master. It's like holy snap. Which okay, so let's okay, let's let's talk about that because this is one thing I was talking about with Courtney. I was like, I was just kind of thinking like you know like really what happens in Return of the Jedi? He goes to face you know Vader. And yeah. he, he knows that Vader's his father and he goes to face him. He's like, I want to turn him back to the light side. I know there's good in him. Right. And so, he's talking to Leia about this on, he's on talking Andor. about Leia. Exactly. And they're, you know, he, he ends up turning himself in when they end up getting to Endor to go, you yeah. know, to go, you know, stop the gen, the shield generator there. The rebels come up with a plan. They're like, we're going to go down to Endor. We're going to drop in there. We're going to go bust this party up. And then we're going to sneak in the back door after we destroy the shield generator. And then we're going to go take out the new death star. Basically, this is always a plan, mean? always a plan. Okay. Because and... they get the plans by the Ewoks because the Ewoks know the scout of the land. They know the land. They're like little Indians. Yeah. They know, the land. they know the landscape and Han talks to the main head guy. And he's like, he knows where the back side of the of the fortress is. Yeah, they just, they know how to get into the back door of the shield generator, like where the shield gen, shield generator is at. So basically, you know, the the rebels team up with the natives, which are Ewoks in this Ewoks. movie, and then they go and they attack the shield generator. Right. Well, Luke Skywalker goes on his his own quest, which is to go face Darth Vader, his Darth dad. Vader. Right. And this yeah. is this is the meat and potatoes of the episode because what's happening with the Ewoks, you know, it's just cute stuff, but in the reality, the it's, story doesn't make any this sense. Is the bread and butter is right here. Yeah, the, the bread, bread and the butter is Luke and, and, and Vader. Luke and Vader, exactly. Yeah, so so this is butter. yeah, the bread and butter is Luke and Vader and their com and his conflict with trying to bring his dad over. So remember yes. Obi-Wan Kenobi's like he's like, 
Obi-Wan Kenobi had to do this with Anakin before because he's like, Anakin, you were the chosen one, you know, and he's just like, destroy the Sith, not join them. Exactly. Okay. And so now it's Luke Skywalker's turn. He continues this battle. He goes and he speaks to Anakin. He's like, I know they're still good in you. And he calls him Anakin. And what does Darth Vader say? Nobody's, I haven't, yeah. I've never, yeah. He's like, you know, that name no longer has meaning for me. Exactly. That's literally what he says. And he's just like, it, it is the true name of your true self. You've only forgotten it. Yeah. So it's like, literally, those are Luke and Vader's real words that they said. <laughs> you know, I'm quoting him. Which is. And a- uh, it's so, there's so much heaviness there because it's like, and you could hear the conflict in, in, in Vader's voice. He's like, yeah. that, uh, that, that has no meaning for me, dude. Like, yeah, because there's pain behind it. You know what I'm saying? There's yeah. like, it's like, this yeah. is his son telling him, like, hey, dad, like, I know there's still good in you. Come back to the light side. And like that struggle, like your father, son, you know, kind of thing. You're like, oh my gosh. Like, and to think the last time he was like a Jedi, the last time that he was, knew that, that he felt good was hearing the death of his own wife, you know, yeah. hearing Padme died, you know, he's just like, Oh, like to bring that up again is like, Holy snap, because they're the Sith are known to throw aside all, all emotion, throw aside everything and face your fears. Like keep on going forward. Don't you, you have no recognition of anything. Right. Which so so what, what we end up <laughs> seeing is Darth Vader taking Luke back to the emperor right the emperor yes yes. so luke skywalker ends up you know getting on darth vader takes him he goes back to the emperor and they're they go back onto the um the incomplete death star that's where they're at okay yeah and um which is an interesting spot where we get to because obviously this whole entire thing with the ewoks is happening down there these cute little bears are are killing uh um, stormtroopers storm with sticks troopers. and stones, apparently, which makes no sense to me at all. <laughs> hey, and with trees, don't forget tree trunks, dude. And tree and trunks, tree yeah. Trunks. So then, finally, back on the Death Star, the one thing that I I thought this was another bread and butter part because let's go back to talking about the conflict with Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader. Now we get the Emperor starting to chime in on this whole entire thing, where he's just like, "Yo, like he's like, you know, Luke, like he's like, look at your friends out there. You think that you got the codes." Um, you think that you got, you know, cause they basically, they, they, the, the rebels stole a ship and they got some codes to board, um, to get actually onto Endor. Right. And yeah. the, the emperor's like, hey, you think that they got that ship on purpose? You think that they were able to do that? He's like, I gave them that ship. I pretty much planted the ship there for them to take so they can go down to, I set this whole entire thing up. So the rebels actually attacking the imp the 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 you know the the uh the empire you know the the, station, the, the fleet the station yeah, yeah the fleet. showing up that was the emperor's plan you know he set that trap and he's telling and, luke skywalker this yeah. you know he's trying to get into luke skywalker under luke skywalker's skin and just sort of pinch a nerve where he's like you know you all the things that you thought that you were going to do when you came to come talk to your dad, you know what I'm saying? Like you trying to, you know, win him over you. I knew this was going to happen. You know, that's why you're here in front of me now. You know, the shield generator is still up. The, 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 the shield still up around the death star. There's a whole entire fleet of, of star destroyers yeah. that are there waiting for the waiting for the rebellion fleet to come. Yeah. You know, so the, the rebellion fleet jumps at a hyperspeed and they're looking at the Death Star, 
but behind them is literally a whole fleet of well they make their approach remember and lando's like he's like yo that shield's not up yet that shield's not down yet you know what i'm saying and so lando you know he's in the falcon and they're all you know like dipping out that's a super cool scene because you get to see the falcon leading x-wings y-wings and one of my favorite ones b-wings yes you know and so cool the b-wing is the coolest ship one of the coolest ships that i've ever seen right it's like a cross wing it looks like it looks like it just looks, it like, just, a it looks like a flying there. cross so yeah cool. it, it <laughs> it's looks such a cool, ship. cool you know what a wings are cool i like the a wings too they also have a wings in there one of the things though that we that i think is worth mentioning though is that you know lando is a skilled fighter like fighter pilot um yeah. and the reason why you could tell is because he he pretty much tells the rebel fleet he's like yo we need to we need to go we need to go fly over towards the 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 emperor the empire's you know fleet over there so we can draw their fire and they'd have to fire upon themselves okay it's pretty much what he says and he's like you know he's yeah. leading the charge and stuff and and you kind of get to see lando become that dude you know what i'm saying like become the hero and you know because in solo he's just a hired gun you know because because he owns a yeah. falcon you know he can he's got a ship he's a hired gun but really we kind of get to see more of his skills in and it's cool yeah it's super cool because you get to see him interact with wedge yeah and their fighting skill you know you have wedge as uh, squadron leader you know red squadron he kind of takes that name uh from luke because luke is red five yeah so uh wedge is kind of like the head honcho of the the tie fighter uh the tie fighters you no, know the x the x the, the rebel fleet <laughs> the x-wings the x-wings the rebel the rebel star the fleet rebel this rebel starfleet yes. yeah he's, he's the leader you know and so you get to see him interact with with lando and it's so cool because you have here you have two expert fighters. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, leading the charge. Super Which is awesome. And from, you know, uh, the star fights are my, that's one of my favorite things about Star Wars. You know, <laughs> lightsabers yeah. is, yeah. you know, lights, anytime there's a lightsaber going off, you know, popping off, I'm down for it. Anytime there's a star fight, you know, a star, you know, there's a battle in space and there's just, you know, Poe Dameron's one of my favorite characters. You know, any of the captains, Cassian Andor, like that guy's one of my favorite characters. Wedge Antails oh. is mine, my favorite. Wedge Antails is my, is like all time go to is for fighters, man. He's just a classic. <laughs> you know, Porkins. What about Porkins? Shout out to Porkins. R.I.P. Porkins. Uh, Porkins. <laughs> <laughs> Porkins. The only fat guy at Star Wars is Dane's Porkins. How sad. Porkins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's so great oh um, my goodness so but but luke's he's on the death star and he's in, you know and 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 the uh the emperor's you know just talking trash talking mad trash right but yeah. this is my favorite part so because he's like he's like you want to strike me down don't you <laughs> you know he's like you <laughs> you want to strike me down right now don't you and do it do, do, it. Yeah, do it do it do it <laughs> you know and he's just like taunting him like kill me but if you do kill me, you're gonna turn into the dark side. And but the cool part about it, though is I like that Luke Skywalker. It is a it's a little slow, but he turns yeah. around and he force wields his lightsaber to his hand, grabs it, and as soon as he swings, Darth Vader, you know what I'm saying, and blocks it, and like blocks right it. There. That scene For right there is so moment. dope. For a split moment, you know Luke already overcame that temptation and was like. Dude, I'm just gonna kill you yeah. because you're pissing me off, pretty much. <laughs> Which so like, and you get that feeling like it's like, oh snap, he was gonna kill him, like, dang. Yeah, 
And but this, but this is the cool part. This is a part that I thought was like super cool was that we actually see we start seeing Luke talk to Vader and he's like, I know there's still good in you. And they get into a fight. Yeah. And this is the one thing when I talk about like Luke Skywalker is not a is not a lightsaber you know, wielder. He's not like he's he's, he's not the a most un- he's not a Jedi master. Yeah, he's, he's the that. most untrained lightsaber Jedi that we've seen thus far, right? Yeah, because even the even the younglings I think are better than him because they're trained by Yoda anyway. So. Yeah, I mean they're tra- they have they have <laughs> yeah they have practice. They've had practice around around it. That are training, yeah. And so, so Luke's just kind of like learning on the fly, you know, and then there's a part where Yoda's like, you know, your yeah. training's complete kind of stuff. And even, even, even Vader says it. he's talks about, he's like, well, yeah, I see your, your skills, you know, your training is complete kind of stuff when he sees a new lightsaber. You constructed a new lightsaber. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I don't think that has to do with, you know, his training as far as how good he is at, you know, fighting with a lightsaber. Still I think that has, yeah, no, I think yeah. it has to do more with his, 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 uh, his, ability to Jeremy. harness the power of the force and to use and feel the force right and understand the force i think the that's cool, what they meant totally by his agree. training i was, totally agree with that yep because we when he goes to fight vader you see that he's not a good he's not a good lightsaber wielder he's just swinging for the fences he's a brute like he's literally a brute when he fights he's just like he uses his his strength yeah, well, he, he fights. fights like his dad. He fights like Anakin, yeah. like when he you fights like young Anakin, and he's yeah. just like he's really wild, swinging, swinging hard, you Chopping know. Away, yeah. Which away this swing. goes back to this goes back. This also takes me back to Kylo Ren now. Now, if you look at oh, Kylo yes. Ren when he fights with the lightsaber, he does the same thing. He swings Dang. his lightsaber just like Luke Skywalker, just like young Anakin. He just his anger is their his their anger. anger is their power. Their yeah. anger is their strength. Because they're so, Skywalkers. That's the hardest thing. The Skywalker's strength is the anger. Yeah. And if it's triggered so far, it could turn to the dark side. But if used the right way, it's a great leverage of fighting. Yeah. Uh, and one of the things that I like seeing is that when Luke actually is hiding from Vader in the scene, there's a part where he's hiding under the steps. Yeah. And Vader's like trying to tell him like, you know, if you will not turn, perhaps your sister will. You know, and he finds out that Leia is his daughter yeah you know he just somehow figures it out because he's reading luke's thoughts he's like the force is telling him you know yeah but there's a scene where you see luke and he's under the steps half of his face is blue bluish black the other half is clear and so that in that moment it's kind of like a it's kind of like a a a thing where it's like it's contemplating luke half good half evil right and so and it's like, oh, snap, like he's going through this trial right now, which is so crazy. He was wrestling with that. He's wrestling with that, with that emotion of being a Sith or a Jedi. I mean, could you imagine if Luke joined Darth Vader and the oh. Emperor? Oh, yeah. I've seen a picture. There, there, there's, there's, there's books on it. There are books on it. And there's a picture of him, like, literally, like, standing next to the Emperor and and uh and vader and literally yeah. his lightsabers in han solo's chest like wow. i've seen pictures of it it looks crazy and he's his eyes are like blackish yellow because if you don't know when you turn sith your eyes turn to yellow wow the jedi's eyes turn yellow when you're a sith that's crazy. So that's so extra crazy. lore that's extra stuff i mean i don't i i, I didn't never i never heard that i know that's extra deep stuff you, that you probably it, figure out if you watch you clone wars at, or something yeah you look at uh, if you look at um, double-edged lightsaber, Darth Maul, his eyes are yellow. 
you look at um, what's his name, uh, Drew Wilder with the with the Mace Windu. Oh, right, not Mace Windu. Not Mace Windu. Darth Maul. And Darth Maul. And Darth Maul. They're both their eyes are yellow. And Luke Skywalker in Episode Three, his eyes turn yellow when he turns to the dark side. In Episode Three. In Episode Three. You mean um, Anakin. Anakin. Yeah. yeah. So picking up again, the the rebels are down still on. They're still down at the bottom near the near the shield generator. They're try, still trying to get that taken care of. And one of my favorite scenes happens in this movie where. Which actually, I think I think it's probably it's one of my favorite scenes. There's a part where uh, I don't know if you remember, but like in the beginning, uh, in episode, I think it was in episode five, um, Leia set tells Han Solo, she's she's like, I love you, and he's like, I know, right? And uh, then yeah. he gets frozen in carbonite, right? This particular scene, the roles are reversed, right? And so they are pretty much they the the stormtroopers sort of kind of like got them pinned, and Han has his back turn towards the two stormtroopers and Leia's looking directly at Han and she has she's got a blaster underneath her coat in her coat right and she kind of peeps open she shows Han real quick she's like yo look I got this blaster like you know she does it discreetly so the other stormtroopers can't see and Han goes I love you and she goes I know and then Han just sort of just like dips back real quick and then she just pew pew blast these dudes you know straight up bonnie and clyde and then they break in and um they break in and they set the charges right and only to be foiled once more because more stormtroopers show up and you know it gets it it just continues to scale and get more out of hand and then that's where we get to see the famous ewoks you know like the whole entire um the sad the saddest thing ever is seeing an ewok die oh my god (laughs) And right before that scene with Han and Leia, um, you get to see like this point where like Han taps a trooper on the on the arm and he runs around the corner. Yeah. Where there's the there's a little group like sneak attack. Well, there's a guy that's literally pointed out. He looks like a bearded Santa. He looks like the bearded Santa. You can't miss him. He's right in the front. Uh, There's a theory that says he's actually Rex from the Clone Wars, that he's a turned uh, clone trooper. Wow. That's Rex. That the guy that looks like the bearded Santa right in the front is is and they actually have episodes on Clone Wars of him with the white beard. And it's so crazy, you know. So he's like a turned and reformed uh trooper. Which is so crazy. I mean, I'll I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it too. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. It's a theory. It's just a theory, but hey, that's cool. Right. Star Wars tip it. <laughs> so uh, you know this whole entire the whole entire battle and, and you know that thing happened. They end up they end up finding finally blowing the uh, the shield generator right, generator. and finally um, Lando and 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 Wedge and the boys can finally make a run oh. at blowing this thing up. You know, and uh, this was a cool this is a cool scene because my, one of my favorite things is anytime I get to see the Falcon in action, um, yeah. I really like what they 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 fly into the Death Star, the unfinished Death Star. They have to fly into and they have to actually blow it up from the inside out right um which was this is one of my favorite scenes because uh i really like i think wedge is the one who's just like hey like he's like it's good you know he's gonna say like be alert because it can get real tight in here and shortly after the x-wings that are following them are not the x i'm sorry the tie fighters that are following them into the death star their wings or like part of their ship clip one of the you know just like one of the sides of the death star on the inside yeah it gets really tight and then and only the falcon can pull these like cool like swift swag just like 
twists through, weaves its way through it. And, you know, obviously they blow the thing up. Um, yeah. But in that star fight, though, it's so funny because you have obviously some small things, you know, that, that, that obviously you have Emerald Akbar who's like, it's a trap. Oh, yeah. The famous you it's know, a trap happens. The, the famous it, it's a trap happens, you know, at the beginning of the fight when they look at the Death Star and all the Star Destroyers are in the back of them. And right. They come at a hyperspeed. And you could hear them, uh, there's 80 ships in Sector 7. And they turn around and Emerald Akbar is just like, it's a trap. <laughs> but also, too. One of the coolest guys ever, uh, uh, Neilan Numb. I don't know if you, you, all right, you don't know him, but he's literally it's Lando's co pilot. Oh, yeah. Ooh. That guy's so yes. awesome. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all in the days, too. <laughs> <laughs> the just, guy who like, laughs. I think of a, He's a, he's literally like a Latino starfighter. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like he's just like cracking up the whole like any scene he's in, he's just like <laughs> Yeah. Just chuckling the whole time. He's a super cool guy, you know. One of the coolest characters in Star Wars. I'm like, bro, if I wanna if I wanna like don't get me wrong, Chewie is the all time like co pilot, yeah. Co pilot, but if I if Chewie wasn't there, I want this guy. Yeah, that guy's cool. <laughs> <You know? laughs> He'd probably be a good time, you know. <laughs> you just be busting so up laughing the Luke's, whole time. Luke's Luke's still <laughs> facing Darth Vader. You know, they're still they're still fighting. Luke ends up actually cutting Vader's hand off, right? Yes. And at this point, you don't see any skin or any blood. You just see a bunch, like a steamy bunch of wires because it's, you know, yeah. Vader's robotic hand, right? Why don't you talk about that? Uh, basically, if you know, Anakin's already had that same hand cut off once. It was only once before because he gets his other hand chopped off by Obi-Wan Kenobi. So he has both of his hands are robotic, actually. Um, but he gets his hand cut off. And so Luke's looking at it, and he's like, it's robotic, you know? Jeez, and how many even, times did he get like, hands cut off? He got, uh, I want to say, three times. Four times, because one, and then two at the same time. Was it two at the same time? No, you're, you're no, three times. No, it was just times. one. He had okay, one yeah, he you're climbed right. up with his electric arm. Right, no, you're so right, yeah. he gets the first one cut off by, by Dooku. Tom Dooku. Third one gets cut, second cut, gets cut off by Obi-Wan. The third time, uh, Luke cuts off his hand. Jeepers. So, yeah. So it's like, bro, it's like, like, not again. chopped off. Like, really, bro? Well, uh, think about that in space. Getting your hand cut off in space is a common thing, dude. That's crazy. Oh, my goodness. Uh, well, not only he even got his legs chopped off by Obi-Wan, too. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. But back to the what we were saying, like, at this moment, like, Luke Skywalker looks at his own hand, and he's just like you got your hand chopped off too, <laughs> you know? So it's like, you could see he's mirroring his own father. He's yeah. like, God, I'm turning into my dad, you know? Like, am I going to turn into the dark side? Yeah. You know? And halfway through this fight, though, like, you see, like, um, halfway through the fight, after he chops off Vader's hand, the Emperor's, like, still trying to, like, get at him, you know? And he's like, never. I'll never turn to the dark side. And he throws, like, a belt or something on the his glove. He throws the glove on the floor, and when he turns around, his flap opens up and it's white on the inside. And so you, this whole time, like you think, like he's contemplating turning to the dark side. Right. He's always had the light on the inside, so the flap of his his jacket opens up and it's all white. Sort of, so kind of, like, oh. sort of hinting, sort of foreshadowing. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun. Like you know. he's still the Jedi. You he's know? still it's Jedi. Like, and but well, so 
at this point though, which is crazy, I know that the the emperor ends up, you know, shooting lightning out of hands, all crazy, you know, just yeah, yeah, because you know, because Vader gets struck down basically. Vader's base, Va- yeah. Vader's gonna get killed. He's on like like Luke he's has a pin. Luke has a pin. Yeah. yeah, and that's when that's when <laughs> that's when Palpatine you know blasts off and he just starts hitting him with the lightning. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and he's not just he's not like he's like he's not even like doing it lightly like he's frying this guy he's toasting this dude just like <laughs> you paid the price for your lack of vision <laughs> so and he's toasting memes. him he's literally he's toasting, toasting him, him. Uh, there's too many memes for that uh, uh definitely too many memes um but there's a point where it, there's a there's a part where like you think that if there's like a bubble there was a meme a funny meme where like there's a bubble head in luke's head and it's like huh? Obi-Wan, you couldn't tell me about the Force Lightning? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oops. <laughs> oh, I forgot. You could deflect the Force Lightning with your lightsaber. With your lightsaber, yeah. <laughs> you know, and the whole time you're like, bro, your lightsaber was in your hand. Like, you could have deflected it. But he didn't know that. <laughs> he didn't know that. Well, then, the, well, the, the, so the, there's this famous part, though, where Darth Vader... You know, he feels for Luke now all of a sudden. Yeah. yeah. And this is the whole entire prophecy finally comes to be fr- fulfilled. It's circle. It's full circle finally. So, and this is the highlight of, of the first six movies. I don't know when you want to do it. The, next, the, the last three. I don't know what happened with those, but. Um, <laughs> so basically what hap- ends up happening is Luke, Luke Skywalker is getting toasted by the Emperor. And Vader, if you have the Blu-ray... Um, if you have the new Blu-rays, yeah, um, you'll you, notice it. You'll notice it. You get this. Uh, I don't know if you remember it in Episode Three when Vader found out that Padme died, and he, you know, he first be- when Anakin first becomes Vader, and he finds out that he Padme screams, dies, yeah, he screams, scream. and no! he gives him a no. But that same no, though, that same no that's in there appears in the new Blu-ray. Appears in the new Blu-ray. So if you didn't have the Blu-ray, you had the originals, all you had was dead silent and Vader just... (laughs) Yeah, and he checks him over the edge. And then he just, he stands up out of nowhere and he's like, (laughs) like, just, he doesn't make no, no, he just throws, he just throws the Emperor. (laughs) That's it. But in the new Blu-rays, you hear, no! no! <laughs> Chucks him over the thing. Oh my goodness. Well, here was the thing. Here's a theory, another theory that I heard. Um, because Palpatine knew that Vader, Anakin, is um, is could have a chance of turning back to good, mm-hmm. he left a weakness in his suit for lightning, for force lightning. And so one of the things that, yeah, obviously his hand got chopped off, but one of the things that could have happened was it could have fried his circuits. Yeah, his breathing circuits when he picked them up to throw them down the shaft, um, that the lightning could have destroyed his circuits because you see the lightning hit him and his face is going like skull looking. Yeah, but it's so funny. It's not a regular skull. It's the skull of the of the, his helmet. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> it's not even like a human skull. It's the skull of his helmet. It's like, bro, that's funny. <laughs> It's like his helmet was actually his his skull. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Well, so, um, yeah, it's funny. So Luke ends up, uh, <laughs> so Luke ends up surviving, but the the emperor ends up dying. So Vader tossed him down the shaft, right? So we think the emperor's dead. It turns out he's just being cloned, according he's to the new cloned. according to the new Star Wars. He's just been according being to the new cloned. Star Wars, he's been cloned. Um, 
but we get to we we see Luke have a final conversation with Vader, and he's just like, "I knew there was still good in you." And at the very end, Vader, um, why don't you talk about that when they're boarding when when they're leaving the Death Star before it blows? Basically, the Death Star is blowing up from the inside. It's kind of like everything's like falling apart. Everybody's running like they. They see Luke Skywalker dragging Vader on the floor, you know, and then nobody cares. They're like, get the heck out of here. Let's get out of here. You know, forget it. And so, like, it's abandoned ship at that point. All the stormtroopers are like, yo, whatever, dude. Yeah, I'm, out. It. Right, I'm out. I'm dipping, you know. And so, Luke's pulling, like, Vader on the floor, and then Vader's like, Luke, I must tell you something. Like, get over here, you know, I'm about to die, pretty much. And he's like, he gets over there. He's like, take my mask off. And he's like, I can't. You'll die. He's like, bro, I'm going to die anyways. <laughs> He's like, I'm already dead, you know. And at this point, like, you see him remove the helmet, which, like, the sound of it's like, <laughs> like, it sounds like it hasn't been removed in years, you know. Yeah. He's like, bro, this guy sleeps with his dang helmet on. Like, it's just gross. And you just see his head, like, it just looks like a chewed up bubblegum head. Like, I don't know how to describe it. Like, yeah. Just, yeah. You know, um, you know, and he's just like, go my shot you know it leave me and he's just like no i got to save you <laughs> just like this father-son moment of like he's a jedi now he literally came back to the good side yeah it just shows that like the mask got re- taken off the dark side got swept away and this is anakin he's talking to anakin and he he's bring no balance technically he bring balance to the force technically the force, yes. well I mean, I'm not sure because Luke Skywalker is still a Jedi. And if there's a Jedi, then there has to be a Sith. There right? has to be a Sith. Exactly. So there was a moment if, of like peace in the well, galaxy, though. According to this, though, if you think about it, Palpatine's still alive. Palpatine's still alive. <laughs> right. Exactly. So there is that balance still. If you think about it that way, there still is a balance. But you get to see like, obviously, like you, the whole they're mirroring it. You know, you see Luke's flap open in the white. He's good. He's back to being jedi knight luke skywalker you know it's like he's there and so he's the last moment is seeing this father in part like you saved me yeah like you know to his son you know and um he's like tell your sister you were right he's literally telling you were right you know this which is a and so the the thing about star wars too like this whole entire story about you know like when it comes down to it yes there's lightsabers and all this stuff there's a the galaxy or whatever you know but the transition of darth vader's character at the end of it is not highlighted enough i think in star wars legends Mm -hmm. you know it's like oh darth vader was this bad dude but at the very end of it the you know like his son convinces him you know convinces him um, and there is like this moment of like, uh, I guess galactic forgiveness or something. I don't know <laughs> what yeah. you want to call it, you know? Um, so at the end of this whole entire thing, you know, they finally blow up the death star. That's it. You know, it's, 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 it's gone. Great, it's this huge celebration on indoor, this party on indoor. It's this, and all, no, all but, throughout the galaxy. We see, remember all they, throughout the galaxy, but it's so cool because you get to see this moment and it's a pivotal moment because this has been this has been there forever and people like they have the remastered version, but you don't, they have the remastered version, but if you don't pay attention in the originals, it's literally the, you see Coruscant, you see Coruscant in there. Yeah. And so Coruscant is where it all started, where everything, where the Jedi palace is, where the Senate is, you get to see Coruscant and 
it's a it's a it's a crazy moment because you get to see Palpatine's statue being pulled down. Right. And exactly. so it's like this big moment where it's like, holy snap, like beforehand we would see it and it had like no backing to it. But now that we saw the the first three films, yeah, it's like, oh my god, that has so much meaning to it when they so, pull that statue. Exactly because because the Empire's done now, so the Emperor's yeah. dead. The Empire's the Rebels won, and so you see in 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 the newer the remakes of Star Wars, the re-releases of Star Wars, you'll see that they added on throughout the galaxy. A party was taking Naboo. place. All uh, exactly. Everywhere they're partying. The galaxies, yeah, exactly. Everybody's, you know, raising the roof and everything because this <laughs> is the end of the Empire. And yeah. in Mandalorian, what we see is the rebirth of the First oh, Order, first the, of order. the First Order. So we see the beginning of that. And so that's kind of why me and Luke wanted to go through uh, Return of the Jedi because it puts us at a good spot for understanding where we are in the Mandalorian timeline. It kind of sets it up for us. It gives us an idea that rebels are in power, you know, and right now what's going on throughout the galaxy is we see the rise of the First Order. Um, Kylo Ren should probably be showing up. You know, maybe he's Sometime born. Who knows? We'll I don't know if yeah. he's born yet, but he's, you know, he could be a kid. You know, we're going to figure out more of this stuff. We're excited for season two of The Mandalorian, which brings me to our next point before we sign off tonight. Um, last words on Return of the Jedi. Um, go for it. Uh, last words. Uh, definitely super good film, but um, like I said, you get to see the Rebels celebrating. The, the one of the cool key moments is you see Vader fulfill well turn into back into Anakin right and he dies a warrior's death of a Jedi yes where Luke actually burns him you know and that's a that's a pivotal moment where all Jedi that's the way they die that's yeah. how they that's how they're supposed to be buried is being burned alive which there Not is a lot of weight to that there's yeah there there's is. a weight yeah. to that because it's like you know he find because jedis have all been extinct now and there hasn't been a jedi that's been cremated like this like the way qui-gon was in right years, in I years. Think, yeah yeah, Years. and so so Vader sort of gets to gets the sort of or warriors, Anakin yeah. gets the warrior's death, which is so super cool, man. Because yeah. I want to know more about the the Jedi. I want to know more about the the old Republic. I think the timeline. You know, if you're listening to this, go through watch all the movies because you have to see this thing in its entirety to understand the story. Yeah. To and it's so big even in clone wars you get to see a lot of anakin's emotions in clone wars more than in the films yeah in the clone war series even though everybody's like it's animated it's it has a heavy storyline on the things that you don't see in the movies right and uh you get to see anakin transform from being the padawan from being the kid into turning into darth vader and what drives his anger yeah what's going on in his mind uh, because so all the things of... that he sees um, as a, as a Padawan growing up and stuff, all the all the fights, all the battles that he's been in, he's been battles. used. He was literally used by the Jedi's. You know, the yeah. Jedi were like, "We need to train Anakin," and of course, they sent him on missions to go do these things, right? So, mm -hmm. um, and that kind of fueled his reasoning for leaving the the Jedi and turning into the dark side because obviously he wanted to live forever. Okay, so crazy thing. Let me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if you remember in the original, remember how, how Anakin says, I, you know, I want to live forever because his mom dies. And so he's like, you know, I need to figure this out. And Palpatine promises him eternal life. Palpatine's like, together, you and I will find the secrets to live forever, right? 
for more, for immortality, right? And yeah. so they go on this quest throughout the galaxy, and in the new in the new Star Wars in uh, uh, the Force Awakens and uh, the Last Jedi and the Rise of Skywalker, we see that the Emperor is being cloned, so he, he technically you know, so. does live forever. He does live for it. He kind of he finds he kind immortality. Of, he, he kind of finds it, yeah. And Vader obviously so. doesn't get to partake in that because he, he, he gets because killed. He died. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so um, a lot of stuff about Star Wars, man. I'm excited yeah. for Mandalorian season two, dude. Definitely. Oh, man. I can't wait to see some Baby Yoda. We got 15 days. 15 days. 15 days. Oh, man. It's so, like 15 days of quarantine. <laughs> uh, um, so, yeah, guys, don't forget, uh, we're going to do a special episode on the 29th where we will have uh, multiple people from the past episodes that have been on the Star Bros um, Mandalorian episodes with us. We'll have them join us on the call. And we'll have a panel of people, and we'll just kind of go through our expectations for the new season and just catch up and just nerd out and just get really hyped up for season two, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, anyways, I just want to say uh, any last words Luke, before we sign off any shout outs uh shout outs um if you haven't like i said always need if you need fitness beast mode squats here uh, instagram beast mode squats instagram beast mode squats uh are part of the average fellows podcast uh this is we're here if you if you want to hear more about uh fitness uh go over to beast mode squats and uh drop a message in for sure for sure man Anyways, guys, thank you so much for joining us on our Thursday night episodes where we just chat about Star Wars, Mandalorian. We're getting excited for that. Um, super stoked. Next week, we're going to talk about um, The Force Awakens. We're going to go through The Force Awakens next week, so stick around for that, guys. Uh, yeah, thank you guys so much. Peace and love.